You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! for the Episode are we on now? Thirty four. Thirty four. Is that right? That sounds right. We've taken a lax, a lax, um, a lax approach to recording ever since our our uh, zenith. We, we're pre- on the two uh, once every two weeks plan, I guess. I need a little. I need some R and R right now. You know, it's the end of summer. It's it's a little sad. Are you, hold on. Are you Go a, to the beach. Are you a summer person? Really? I'm like, actually very excited for fall. Are you making? Um, I am grabbing for excuses right now, though. <laughs> I love love. One of my favorite things is Facebook. Facebook.com. Uh, and one of my favorite things on Facebook is when people make impassioned status updates about how summer is ending. Yeah. And why does it have to end? Oh, go 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 go! It rained really heavily here yesterday. And everyone was like, "Oh, summer is officially over." Oh, we can't go to swimming holes anymore. I can't wear my fucking American flag bathing suit. It's funny that you mention this because just before we started, I was laying in my bed, flipping through my Facebook feed, looking for what are people freaking out about. And really, all I came up with is that I I might become that person that deletes his Facebook <laughs> just because. And it has no, like it's not like a dramatic thing, but it's just because. Nobody knows how to age gracefully anymore, and it's so sad. It like really, really bums me out. I can tell this is going to be a curmudgeonly podcast. Oh my I'm, god, I'm, I'm going to throw set. the microphone halfway through this. I'm I've got a major headache right now. Yeah. You just listened to me choke on like a thimble full of scotch. Like I just, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll have some scotch and that'll, you know, make my headache go away. And instead, it goes down the wrong tube, and now I've got like 14 year old scotches in my lungs. I listened which to is dope. Andrew aspirate. On, yeah, on it was Scott. something else. It was his first drink, though. So it was Andrew's first shot of ever. Uh, yeah, ever of of uh, of uh, 120 proof scotch. Yeah, it was it was uh, Ernest Shackleton's scotch that they found underneath his cabin. That's uh, 
they brought it back, and then uh, and then they sent it to me because they know that I'm the preeminent uh, voice in the Scotch world. I'm really glad you made an Ernest Shackleton reference. <laughs> you know what? If anything, you know what? Uh, Ernest Shackleton aged gracefully. Certainly, certainly. I mean, um, I'm looking at a photo of him right now, and he has he he not only did he age gracefully, but he was a fan of the center part for his hairstyle. Yeah, uh, you know, which I honestly I think I could pull that off. Definitely. I think we should go back to dressing old-timey, you know, maybe like with a shirt. Like a, well, like a, people like around a me do shirt. that right now, so I might dial that back. Because oh, no, right now, now I walk I, around I, Greenpoint and I'm like, oh, cool, it's, it's Pioneer Days. <laughs> We're panning for gold in the fucking Newtown Creek. Oh, absolutely. I'm wearing a vest for no reason. It's amazing. I love that. How It's like it's such a, uh, an unnecessary piece of clothing. It's like I'm wearing a vest and I look like I'm a, I'm a sharecropper. Well, it's not actually unnecessary because you do need a place to put your pocket watch. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're on four men function, if, yeah, if you're working on the railroad in 1910. <laughs> like, oh, I don't think the no- I don't. I don't think the number 44 is going to be here on time. <laughs> The rackety old 96. Yeah, welcome to my neighborhood. Where, oh, that's yeah, great. Everyone's panning for gold here. Panning for gold in, in more ways than one. People are panning for social gold by trying to be trying to outdo each other, keeping up mm-hmm. with the keeping up with the, the neighbors and oh well they've got a uh, he's got, you know, shiny boots and his girlfriend has a nineteen forties vintage dress on that actually smells like an old book. But she, uh, <laughs> She's with it. She's with it. Uh, uh, no, I, I understand completely. Well, you can live up here where everybody just wears sweats. So yeah, I, mean. I can't hang with that. That's. <laughs> you'd think that maybe somewhere, somewhere on Earth, there'd be a happy fucking medium, medium but apparently yeah. not. Albany is uh, an interesting place where the people, the anyone around here who has any degree of social currency, still dresses like like they work at like GameStop. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a real jeans and t-shirt type of vibe, which up until recently was fine, and now I, I think... remember last time I went, I was at Bombers dressed just like how I dress, which yeah. is not like I don't dress People, super. I don't wear a suit every it. day, you know. I, I love when you when we go out, Andrew. We went out. To fucking that that shithole elders and people were like, "Whoa, Andrew, you're really dressed up." And Every I, motherfucker, are you? I'm wearing a sweater. You're what wearing, are you talking about? You have, like you you have like your jeans are clean. Like, oh my god, like, dude, so fucking funny. unreal. It was really great. That was when I realized that like, and there were people like, well, that was you know that was this whole other scene going on there. <laughs> That was was a whole other scene. That was a whole other. That was a whole other scene going on. I was wearing my flannel. I was looking like Al Borland as usual. Uh, Although I did do a clothes purge today, you'd be happy to know. God bless. I found. Hey, here's someone on my Facebook uh, talking about how singledom uh, is instilling bad habits, and she's watching Harry Potter and eating ice cream. Uh, Thirty years old, thirty-two years old, something like that. Really good. That's that's something that everybody should know. I want to blow my head off. Yo. All right, I'm going to put a gun in my mouth and just blow my fucking head off. All right, on the podcast tonight, yeah. you're going to hear me blow my head off. It's going to be like Bud Dwyer. I'm like, oh, this will hurt somebody. No. And well, then Andrew. the rest of the podcast, you'll pretend it didn't happen and keep talking. No, you know, I think Gabri is an ample uh, uh, substitute for either of us, so I think she could pick it up. and Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, Gabri, tell us your first thought. Your, your boyfriend of many years has just committed suicide. Um, what do you think? And then we could have, like, a long talk about, you know, how you were... Messy and like stuff like that. <laughs> You're like, well, Dude, you should you know. see the chair right now. The chair is out of control. Oh, Andrew, the chair is of the the barometer of how you're feeling mentally. The, the chair ch- is the chair. overfloweth. 
<laughs> I love it. I really do love it very much. Uh, that chair fucking rules. Um, uh. Anyway. Anyway, uh, so what are we talking about here? I might, you know what? And I, I, I was watching a documentary on NFL concussions, and they were interviewing former uh, Baltimore Raven Jamal Lewis, and he does the same thing I do, where he was trying to make a point, and then he's like, wait, what were we talking about? What? And I've had four concussions in my life. You might be getting that shit. You might pull a... Uh... Shit, who was, oh, it was uh, Bill Romanowski, who couldn't remember how to get home and just, punt, like, fucking benched weights all night yeah. because he was too uh, too proud to ask anybody how to get to his own house. <laughs> Good old Bill Romanowski. He's actually, I'm friends with his company on Facebook, 53 Nutrition, and he's developed a, uh, this is irrelevant to everybody, but whatever, um, he's developed a, a brain power supplement called uh, Neuro One, and uh, I've decided to try and take that just now. Because I think there will be one day where I go to the gym and I just forget how to get home. Um, You're taking a brain, a brain medication developed by a man who smashed a microwave because <laughs> someone took his hot pocket out. Developed by a man who ripped somebody's helmet off and collapsed their eye socket, thus ending their <laughs> career. Because he pushed Didn't it. he later threaten him when he they were supposed to show up at a charity event together? Yes. Yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, this is the guy's brain medication you're taking. Good, man, good do. The man who spit in uh, 49ers receiver J.J. Stokes' face and then called him a nigger. Um, yes. I always knew the first half. The second half is news to me, but that, <laughs> not, not surprising news Trusted, or anything like uh, that. But, yeah, okay. So, that being said, I trust anything he, he's involved with. <laughs> Bill Romanowski, you are a true American hero in the, in the vein of Hulk Hogan. Uh, I would share a foxhole with you. On pros versus Joes, I think you got hosed, man, because you weren't. You were up against uh, college level talent who was faster than you. Do anybody remember pros versus Joes? Am I totally I thought on my the, own? Here? The episode he's on where people are just running away from him like these Incredible Hulk is really good. Yes. Where they run, the dude turns the corner, and the Bill Romanowski's right there. <laughs> And he's like, oh, shit, Bill Romanowski. And Bill Romanowski, like, flattens him. It's amazing. You can find that on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. I've seen it a few times. If you have a chance today, definitely just YouTube Bill Romanowski and Pros vs. Joes. It's a good five oh, minutes. It's, it's really good. It's well worth it. When we when we were touring, uh, on, uh, back in the days of MySpace, our MySpace, the end of your MySpace, uh, was which was always my number one top, top friend. <laughs> um, was I put up like all kinds of Bill Romanowski stats and like whoa like link videos what inspires us and stuff like that and people get really mad sometimes though people he's a very polarizing individual believe it or not yeah uh, we don't we should ask if uh, he'd like to be interviewed for the podcast that's a great fucking idea we, all right we were on I'm not gonna name names but we've got a couple irons in the fire for mm -hmm. upcoming. Um, episodes upcoming celebrity guests the Blake Schwarzenbach. Uh, podcast went better than we had ever dreamed. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people listen to this podcast. A lot of people listening to me get angry about scotch. Yeah, that's good. Just weird. I'm really glad. A lot of people, and you know what? As our listenership grows, we're averaging 600 downloads a day now. That's very nice. That Which, used to be like a month. Yeah, that used to be. We definitely would get that in a month and be like, yes, high five. We'll be texting each other. Oh my God, we're really taking off. <laughs> hey, we, we Roy Scheider died and we got 600 downloads. Oh, dude. And now bah. it's like 600 a day and I don't. we don't really know why. It's probably like a robot in, in uh, India mm -hmm. just automatically downloading over and over again. But... Um, uh, now that we're doing this, I realize now that more and more people are knowing a lot more about my life 
Oh yeah. And it's like pretty much in Albany, like everybody has, everybody I know has listened to it at this point. I'm, I'm getting mixed reactions <laughs> to some of the things I've been saying. Uh, people uh, give me some sideways glances. I went to a, recently went to a David Bazan show. <laughs> Let that sink in for a moment. I'm giving you a sideways glance right now. Oh yeah, I went to see David Bazan. Although you know what, every time now we're gonna have that guy in the podcast. Now that I just talked shit, now he's gonna be on here next week. Oh, definitely. <laughs> it's cool. I thought about it because he's so approachable, and he seems like a dude who would really, uh, after a couple beers, would really t- get into like the pussy talk. Because um, <laughs> it, it, honestly, you think that he'd be like it was, all of his songs are like really self-serving and about. Oh, I'm depressed and fucking on the way to grandma's house and all that other bullshit. But then uh, he's actually, uh, truth be told, he was actually kind of inspiring because he was a really regular guy and he played his songs very expertly, but you could tell he really wasn't that into it. And also um, he was in a record store, very crowded. Okay. And uh, he he has a good voice. He sounds exactly like he does in the CD, and he plays this really. He knows chords. It's like really cool to watch somebody. He knows play. chords. No shit. Well, it's really cool to watch somebody play guitar who actually knows chords and doesn't just do <laughs> doesn't just do lead breaks over and over again and shit. You know, it's nice. And he's very tasteful. And I uh, but his in between song banter was like, I found it weird because he's like, does anybody have any questions? And it was Whoa. just like <laughs> crickets for the first couple songs. And I was like, well, why do you assume people would be like, oh, I really need to go to David Bazan and like ask questions. Yeah, <laughs> I need to like, get the inside scoop on and this. Then we, that, but then there were like people there who were like, so the main inspiration for this song would be. And it's like, you know, there are people definitely like trying to do their zine interview like, or, or like read an interview for the school paper. And then it got to the point where I was there with Justin Kiss. And Justin's like, oh, I think I saw these guys open for low once. Uh, <laughs> you know, like that was that was his level of like knowledge of David Bazan. He's like, he, he wrote that song about big trucks once. Uh, and then like we left like right at the end because we we're like, Ugh, let's just get beers and like, because it was like hot in there. Can we not? Let's not. Can yeah, we not? Exactly. But uh, but D, but David Bazan, I think we we could have interviewed. I should have thought ahead and then maybe got five or ten minutes with him. I could have done. Uh, five or ten minutes with David Bazan. Uh, so with David Bazan, uh, how much strange have you gotten on the road? And he would have been like, "Oh, I can't, I can't." Yeah, that. you need to you need to get that dude way fucking <laughs> way high, way drunk, way something. I, but that's the kind of reaction I want, though. Of course, like, if we interview like any of the hardcore titans, you know, the people, the moral fucking the moral fucking peace poles, you know, these people who are like. <laughs> Oh, you know the people who have been who were who were very dictatorial. You know, people who uh, kind of cast down their their opinions. With people who have been very influential in hardcore. If you ask them, like, so you know, you got any like tour stories? You got any pussy stories? Just their reaction alone would be like, oh, I could never. Oh. I'm, on, I'm on polyvinyl records. I could never. I could never talk about that. <laughs> uh, I, you'd have to talk to my publicist. Or, you know, just to see them get uh, get a real tight tight asshole and get really square about it would just be really good. And it's not even like shock journalism, but you know, they have those stories. You know? No question. No question. You know they do. It's a the lo- the road is a it's a lonely highway out there, man. Well, I know. We, I mean, Andrew doesn't have any of those stories. Andrew was actually the. I can't remember if you. I don't think you ever got laid on the road. No, no. But uh, you know, the rest of us did. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even true, though. No, it's not. 
one time in Peoria, Illinois. I always go back to Illinois. One time in Peoria, Illinois, I, I allowed uh, Andrew to watch while I fucked a 19-year-old girl with a have-heart shirt on. It was Again, amusing. not true. Again, not true. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You could have given me some cachet. Uh, like, oh, I remember that time you really took it to her, man. Sure. There's never been a band more like disgusting to women than uh, than End of a Year was. Yeah, it was not, just like repulsion, like, like repulsion on wheels. Yeah, no, like the women are disgusted. Not that we're like you know pigs, but they were just like we. They would like. It's not like a woman would set out and like want to fuck Fugazi, you know? Like oh man, oh, oh I really want to suck Brandon Candy's dick tonight. How do I look? <laughs> it's more like oh, I really appreciate what they have to say and their music, and I guess that's the way we were kind of or maybe not even that i don't even think that but i mean i would like to meet the woman who's like oh joe lally man he's got a fucking squerve oh fuck i sure to got the strut i'm gonna go try, i'm gonna try and fuck joe lally tonight man i like how he plays that bass you know like like fugazi groupies fuck maybe we should interview, they gotta be out there maybe we, we should interview joe lally the, uh, <laughs> the un the unsung hero of fugazi and be like first of all dude Yo, you've, you've ever had, like, groupies, man? You can tell. You could do a tell-all. We could do, like, a TMZ, but for, like, for, for like, boner, like, indie rockers. Be like, I can't believe, remember Fugazi, the moral fucking standard would say that. Oh, my God. And, like, we'd get them all drunk on white wine and, like, it, and like cop to reuniting. Would it be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, if fucking Lardass would get off his fucking ass, and, like, that'd be great. I'm just really... This it would be cool if we can all get them in a room, and Guy Picciotto would call Brandon Kenny a lard ass. I think that'd be perfect. <laughs> you probably just painted a picture there. Yeah, so, oh, if lard ass would learn how to play the drums again, like, fuck get you. Get into a fist fight on the air. Well, fuck you, sorry your fucking film career didn't take off, motherfucker. You're not from France, you were born in D.C., fuck off. You know, and then they'd be really quiet. <laughs> kind of like how I'm being right now. <laughs> yeah, you look over, and Ian MacKay is like taking a fucking nip, little bottle cap nip from uh, from a flask. He's like, oh. it's like, just water, just water, just, dude. Just grape juice. Just grape juice. It's just it's just the grape juice. It's just the blood of Christ. I'm deeply religious. <laughs> come on, come on, guys. Wouldn't that be great? I'm drinking Silence a... Silence over here. I'm drinking a Red Bull Total Zero. Because what is with you in the Red Bull Total Zero? We've already been through this. Andrew, I am I personally am a total zero. All right. So it's, whenever All I right, you went words, a different way with that. No, 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 no. You, you're mistaking it for the time I drank in a monster absolutely zero. That's the one. Absolutely zero. I saw a goth person at a local goth dance night stomping to... <laughs> I think Exmal Deutschland, the the heralded uh, '80s goth band, stomping and drinking an absolute absolutely zero at the same time. Oh fuck me! It was awesome because you need that extra taurine to goth stomp. Dude, I saw pictures of another thing. I saw pictures of a goth wedding on Facebook <laughs> a few days ago. People we know, please tell me. Of course people we know. Of course people you definitely have played 80s tunes for while they fucking <laughs> fought each other on the floor over red wine and who wore fucking black leather bustiers better. And oh, yeah. That, that little fuck drama. me, dude. Unbelievable. <laughs> this they, Oh, the hyper-specific little, little bit of drama that comes with having absolutely no life whatsoever. I love it. The little, like, the little, like, uh, 
pre-prescribed, a little bit of, like, I don't even know, like, if you have no, no life, no, no carriage, no currency in this world, you have to create your own, it's like having a second life account, but it's actually your first life. I have a cape, would you like me to wear my cape? Would you like to wear my cape? I'm getting married, would you like to wear my cape? I'm getting married, I look like uh, London after midnight, and, um... I would like you to come to my wedding. You know, I have an announcement to make, everybody. I am, uh, I've am i kept this on the down low for a little while. But I'm getting married in October. Are you going to wear a cape? I am going to have a complete goth wedding. Andrew is my best man, of course. And um, I'm going to have a cape. It's going to be a dark wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she's going, to be, she's going to be dressed in red, if you know what I mean. Because she's been violated. She's not virginal. Um, the interesting part is that she also weighs 700 pounds. That's okay. And, uh, that's, you know, that's okay. And, uh, and, um, I picked her up at a goth club last week. Uh, I've gone completely goth. I could tell. It's, I found it weird that you were wearing eyeliner, but I didn't want to say anything (laughs) for Skype. I thought it was, you know, something better left to be discussed in person. Andrew, you can, I like how you can see me, but I can't see you, pal. Yeah, I love that shit, because right now I'm wearing no pants. That's good. No, I, I wish I could. I mean, I obviously wish I could see that, but uh, um, I'm really trying to create an underlying like people who are just listening to the podcast, like like in the like not from the beginning, but till now. Like people might think that I'm like secretly attracted to you because I always kind of rap, like, throw in little asides about how I like do. to see you. <laughs> it's not true, guys. Uh, whereas I, I value Andrew very much in my life, I, I do not. Uh, I do not think. That I, I, he is my dream man. I'll save, I'll save that place for uh, Ice T. <laughs> for Ice T and Bill Romanowski. Holy fuck! Men who look like Ice T, like thuggy, maybe like mid thirties black guys with a little bit of a belly, are so That's your jam. fucking hot. I hear Ice T's on the market, man. I hear they, uh, <laughs> her and Coco, or him and Coco, had a little split. Yeah, yeah. I just I actually had I'm... a. Uh, there was a point where I was at work. And two of my coworkers were screaming at each other. Like, one of those things where it's like, this is about to get not cool really fast. Like, someone's going to throw a glass or some shit, and it's going to get, like, I'm going to have to call the police. Uh, and so they're screaming, and they're screaming. I don't even remember what the fuck they're screaming about. And I happen to turn around and see someone walking towards the business, and it's fucking, it's iced tea. And I turn back around, I'm like, yo, customer, stop! <laughs> and Ice-T walks into the most awkward silence that has ever been fucking perpetrated by human beings. He just walks into, like, three guys, like, hey, what's up? What's up? Oh, what's up? You know? Oh, what's up? I'm looking for some sound gear. He walked in, was just like, okay, cool, and then walked right out. Oh, no, you lost that big sale. Annoyingly, there was a few weeks later, I was closing up, and, you know, I locked the door, I'm doing whatever, and I hear someone pulling the door, and I just roll my eyes, I don't think about it, and I'm in the back of the room, and then I hear from all the way in the front go, Ah, they close. Like, clearly, you can pick out Ice-T's voice from a fucking mile away. And I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Ice-T. And I get up and fucking, like, go and let him in. But he was already, him and Coco had already left. So I had my chance Uh, to, like, fucking chill with those two. And that was it. um, As much as I love love this uh, conversation about Ice-T, I just realized that I meant to say Ice Cube. Well, now you just... All right. <laughs> now you just undermined everything I just said. No, man. no, no. Oops. I didn't. No, don't look at it as undermining. I'm, I'm just being. Uh, I'm just fact checking myself. 
What I know, I mean, would I turn down Ice T? No, especially if he's on the market. Fuck it. He wrote. He's the fucking suicide. It's a suicide. Blah, 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 blah. Did he do that song? No, he didn't. What about? Well, I, isn't Ice Cube walking around in fedoras now? Though, am I yeah, wrong in that? Mm, well, I don't he's know. An actor now. He's got real paper, probably for the first time in his life, like real long money, like TV money, like syndication money. Like he's got long money finally. He doesn't have to really. Uh, he's probably getting like for the mo for the majority of like the. From like ninety five to two thousand five, I think he was probably like kind of scrappy, like kind of not making that much money because he. Was I think he was like, doing okay. He had like soundtrack shit. He had fri- the Friday movies definitely made him some money, I no guess. question. Yeah, I guess. I, I, but I'm thinking more like body count, uh, like royalties. Like it must be weird to have. Wait, are we a... are we talking about Ice T or Ice Cube now? I'm talking about Ice Cube now. Oh, okay, you're talking about okay. You I'm mean talking... Ice? Yeah, Ice T. I think you're right. Between in those years, he was probably getting by like kind of okay. No, I'm talking about Ice Cube, man. Uh, yeah, Ice about... Cube. I think you know after the Friday movies, I don't think he had to fucking. I don't he wanted for anything. No, I, Ice Cube was also a far more popular musician. I think Ice. Yeah, Ice, no question. So let's okay. Let's make a pact right now that we're talking about Ice Cube. Okay. Deal. Okay. So when Ice Cube was in Body Count, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was. You just made me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> so when. Oh, I, dude, my shoulders just knotted so, up. <laughs> so when Ice Cube broke up with Coco. Uh, let's explore. Let's explore. Man, that. can you imagine if Coco leaves Ice T for Ice Cube? Oh my God, that would be maybe that would re- resurrect some sort of like rivalry. Oh yeah, there'd be the the East Coast West Coast rivalry. Rivalry oh. would uh, fire up. Did you know that the company that made the Tupac hologram went out of business? I'm not surprised one bit. I'm by really that. um uh, uh, fr- <laughs> person I work with's friend's son was like a major player in that company and they went he, he like gave me the whole rundown because <laughs> for some reason we were talking about the tupac hologram at work and uh i, I work in a weird office the, the for people who make like dollars a year they're actually really up on like culture and have weird senses of mm-hmm. humor because they don't talk all day <laughs> so uh but yeah and i was just bummed that they didn't make an easy e hologram I feel like there's a little stigma attached to doing easy hologram. Why? Because he has AIDS or because... Yeah, I feel like that was one of those. And also, he died at a point where no one was really feeling him anymore. That's true. Yeah, like, they, everyone was, mm-hmm. like, everyone remembers Easy e as the guy who played Easy e in the Dr. Dre video doing the running man for the with the wheel wrap for food <laughs> fucking sign at the end of uh, it's Dre true. Day. No, he, he didn't have much money and he died and he uh, thought... But the problem was he was so proud that he didn't go to the doctor he just thought he had a cough but he had like a cough for like a year and a half yeah which i always think about when i get a cough because I, I starting <laughs> starting like october 1st until march 1st i have a cough every day of my life and i always think back That's especially dope. last year was a was a pretty good sex year for me and uh <laughs> in stark contrast to this year uh it, so i was like thinking back on the, over the memory pain of like oh my god yeah i did I did uh, I did go down on, go down a lot on that girl. I I didn't know her last name at all. Um, uh, uh, so I was thinking that maybe I had like Easy E AIDS, where it was just like a cough, and then <laughs> Easy AIDS, yeah, Easy AIDS. You know, and I was like, well, I mean, in a way, it's Easy AIDS because you just have a cough, and then you go to the doctor, and they're like, fuck, you have like stage four AIDS, and you're like, fuck. how did and that you, happen? And then you die like six months after. You know, I mean, I'm sure it's a tumultuous death toward the end. I hate sweating in bed. I would probably kill myself. Like, the feeling of, like, sweating in bed 
is the worst. Like I, I yeah, to agree with that. I need like the multi, but the problem is even if you had fans on, you'd be like, well, I, f- I fucking have AIDS, so like, I have to wear like a like a LeBron James headband, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. Uh, in a way, but in a way though, I find being sick as long as I'm not like deathly ill. I find being really sick like almost oddly comforting because I have a reason to lay in bed all day, as opposed to like the weekends where I just lay in bed all day and do nothing anyway. Yeah, I feel like I have something to do. So yeah. There must be something for me to do right now. I can't just lay in bed, right? Like somebody uh, misses hey, me, right? Anyone? T- Anyone? Hey. <laughs> I'm hey I I've been updating photographs of Craigslist for like two hours. I'm totally a productive artist. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking scam. I hate myself. I wish I wish I'm gonna put my finger in a light socket. I believe in you. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Neil Young. Uh, so. This sucks. I just I just popped the circuit breaker, but I'm still alive, <laughs> and now I don't know what the circuit breaker is. So now I have to update the Craigslist in the dark. <laughs> I have to. Oh, until the until the uh, until the internet runs out, I'm gonna have to do until the power on my computer runs out. I'm gonna have to update all the time. It's actually been really fun, and um, uh, somebody famous has started following me. I won't That's say dope. who it is. Uh, but it's uh, it's interesting. It's uh, Mary Elizabeth, the actor Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Oh, weird. Yeah, no, it's actually Ted Danson. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ted Danson has been following me. He actually wants to work on a sitcom based on photographs with Craigslist. Uh, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, he's like, so like in the pitch meeting, you're just going to really hammer home that uh, people take photographs of things that, and then someone does something else with them. It's like Ted Danson. I don't know why you're sending me to the pitch meeting. It just seems kind of productive. I don't know who these people are. No, it's. I only own one shirt, and there's a pasta stain on it right now. Like maybe, (laughs) maybe you should do this. I own two work shirts. All right, I try to play (laughs) up the poor thing so that they'll pay me more. but no, well, he sends me to the pitch meeting, and I'm like, oh, he's like, hello, and uh, you know, he's like, it's like a really unusual pitch meeting because all of the heads of each TV station, no, TV like network, network. is that what you're looking for? There you go. <laughs> no, uh, the uh, the guy from uh, Channel 13 in Albany is there. No, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Steve Caparizzo, Steve why Capar- are you in my fucking pitch meeting Steve for this Caparizzo. Ted Danson show about Craigslist? Why, why is Greg Floyd in the Ted Danson <laughs> meeting? Oh, this is Greg. This is TV's Craig Smith. This is Greg Floyd, and um, oh, we need uh, Lydia Colbita. She's Lydia the, Colbita she's, needs to be there. Benita Zahn. Benita Zahn. Chris Capistache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chris Capistache is actually on MSNBC, though. I saw her a few days ago. Yeah, she's her name's Chris Jansing now. Oh, wisely, smart move. Wisely smart move. Cho- wisely chose. move away from that ethnic shit. Yeah, she changed that Polish last name first and foremost. Holy fuck! I'm gonna make fun of you forever. Mm-hmm. I love a good Polish joke, man. I know. Is Kapustashi Polish? Uh, it sounds Polish. I mean, it's got Slavic in there somewhere, but I don't know what that. Is. We're going to we should, ask we should Siri get, what that is. We should get her on the podcast. See what I can do. Uh, so Chris Jansing, she's like, oh, I got five minutes, guys. We can we can talk about whatever you'd like. Okay. So, did you ever fuck Ed Day? <laughs> say, don't say that. <laughs> oh, 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 this interview is over. This is preposterous. I can't believe like, the boom operator like drops the booms. Like, oh, we've got yeah. Ed Day in the back, and he uh, he has a different story. We've got Ed Day in the back. He's got a hard on. Yeah, his jaw doesn't work very well, but he can <laughs> type like a motherfucker. Yeah, he's he does. <laughs> his jaw doesn't work very well, but he sure can fuck. <laughs> that's what people say <laughs> that's what people say about me man you know my jaw gets hired i mean for all the talk i for all the, the talk i do about eating pussy but after 10 15 minutes of straight pussy eating 
my my jaw gets tired. You got to switch up the routine. You got to like you can't just use jaw all the time. That's a trick. No, I I I know. I, I'm, I'm discouraged, man. The last couple of women I I gave oral sex to weren't as excited as the all, all the other ones were. Yeah, chew more tr- gum. I do. I gave ah, you know, cuz I'm uh, late I'm like I have like this late stage like I'm trying to change up my sex techniques so that I'm feeling a little bit older, I'm feeling a little less virile, you know, so I'm like trying to add fingers in there and shit and I know girls don't like that. Uh, what I'd urge you to do if you're feeling older is to get on Facebook and read people's things and <laughs> then you will your erection will permanently turn inward and it won't make a difference anymore and you'll just live a, a kind of a monastic life. Well, uh, 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 I, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm looking at it right now. Actually, I feel so much better. And the yeah. first the first two uh, Facebook statuses I read are uh, both really sad. <laughs> so. I know it's weird to be like, right now to be like oh weird facebook is depressing oh these people's lives are sad like i know it's like i'm way late to the game maybe it's just it just hit me today i don't know what it is but man like it just it really brought me there today (laughs) i was very uh i I was susceptible to this today i'm sorry you're having such a bad day andrew (laughs) my fucking uh, day was fine till i opened up facebook oh fuck (laughs) you talk to me and then the whole day went to shit just imagine uh, Ed Digg uh, bringing his old body over to Chris Kapastashi nude. Right. And uh, I like how people are going to Google Chris Kapastashi. <laughs> I like that people are going to Google Ed Digg. Ed Digg. It's D-A-G-U-E, I believe. Guys, if we could get any more fucking esoteric, we're talking about fucking Yeah, we're getting extremely regional Local, here. regional Albany newscasters who have both retired. <laughs> Everyone left. who just first downloaded this, please go back and go, listen to the old ones and stick episode. with it. We'll get back to a, like a worldly thing yeah, at some point figure, in the future. Yeah, listen, start at episode one and you'll figure out in short order that I, I tend to be a jerk-off. So <laughs> <laughs> so you'll find that it's uh, it's good. I mean, welcome all you new listeners. We broke uh, we broke a lot. I don't even know what number we broke last week. Yeah, we got a fuck ton of new people. Thank uh, you for listening. We yeah. really appreciate the hell out of it. Yeah, pie in the sky. Thanks so much. I mean, if you're 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 the vanguard you're the future of this podcast guys um oh uh, as a ps to the pussy eating talk uh to get back to pussy eating because that's what we talk about a lot on this podcast uh the woman who contacted me from canada who wanted me to eat her pussy she's oh, yeah. from uh, uh Al- alberta <laughs> is that close or far i don't know i don't know canada very well it's like go to montana and make a right so that's, that's probably not, that's probably you know like uh um uh Oh, uh, uh, what the, what province is that? I don't even know. Manitoba. It sounds like a, sounds like a fucking made-up place. That's Manitoba, I think. The only Manitoba I care about is Wild Dick Manitoba. <laughs> Gee, it's very punk of you. <laughs> Edmonton, Alberta. Yeah, so... Yeah, that doesn't sound inviting. As much as you are, you have the bow and are playing my heartstrings, uh, unfortunately, I'm... You could have, you should have caught Han the uh, 2010 Hans. I would have been on that fucking boat in a minute. But now you take a boat there now. <laughs> I would have I would have taken a land boat. I would have. I'm taking a uh, a cruise. I'm taking a sea streak to Alberta. You might want to check the map. I don't know if that's exactly right. God damn it! She said I could take a boat. Why? And then I'm hey, like, hey, uh, according to Facebook, this uh, this couple I know that's putting on a lot of weight and losing their hair are really in love. Hashtag love. Oh, hashtag love. Anyway, sorry. Hashtag. Uh, fucking kill yourself hashtag 
Hashtag fucking... Hashtag single car crash. Yeah, hashtag Tate... I'll remove all of the lug nuts on your car except for one and fucking <laughs> drive down a hill. Okay? I love people who hashtag. It's really my favorite. Yeah, it's pretty good. But not really at all. Hashtag haters. No care. No filter. I feel really bad because when I put up the podcast... I always, like, you know, I had to add tags. At the, or I don't have to, but I feel like well, adding tags is going to bring people to listen to our show. Sure, on Tumblr And I'll spend idea. five minutes doing it, but it's still a fucking awful feeling. Like, it's a real jerk-off thing. Like, that's a thing that jerk-offs are comfortable <laughs> with. Yo, I'm going to make this the best Facebook post all day, and I'm going to promote whatever I'm doing with hashtags. It's going to be amazing. So the cool. world doesn't... This is something I... I actually came to this conclusion uh, about a week ago. The world is a vampire. The world is a vampire, obviously. First and foremost. But the world... I was watch, I was on the train. I was watching a guy really intently reading uh, an article about Kanye West and his baby. <laughs> Northwest. It occurred to me that the world does not deserve nice things. <laughs> no shit. And I will... Definitely not. I'm just not going to make nice things anymore. Anything I make from this point out between now and when the sun extinguishes is going to be upsetting to someone that I don't <laughs> like. That's, we're, we're that's doing, the best I can do. We're, doing, yeah, that's, a, we're doing it right now. We're like, doing a here really good job on the podcast as far as like anybody who has any type of triggering issues or anything. Like This whole podcast is just a big trigger warning. So yeah. Sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry if you're easily triggered. It's, uh, you, know, it's, you know what? If you're easily triggered, what I would urge you to do is hold your head in the toilet until you can't function properly <laughs> anymore. I, if you're easily triggered, I urge you to drown yourself in the toilet. <laughs> I urge, until you know, just until your senses dull. Yeah, and, until it's a little weird, and then someone can keep you for a pet. Oh fuck! I, you know, and that people. Oh, that's crazy. What about people? What about rape victims? We're not talking about that. We're talking about people who like. Oh, you know, I uh, I really can't deal with odd numbers. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, people who like, oh, I wish that show wasn't on Channel 13. I just can't watch Channel 13. It just gives me a bad vibe. Like, people who really need, like, like a world slap. <laughs> Seriously. Like, all you fucking tight-ass pedants, all you social anxiety victims, just fucking, you know what? I want you to buy yourself a donut and coffee and, like, realize you got it pretty good and shut the fuck up. And then pour that coffee into your eyeball. Yeah, and then and then pour the coffee into your lap and scream and say, "This is I knew this would happen. This is how my <laughs> life always goes down the fucking drain." Uh, you know, like my last job it was really crazy. I couldn't handle it, so I quit. And now, like, things they were, were very abusive to me there, though. <laughs> yeah, they made me work. It was a fucking. It was a scene. <laughs> my super my supervisor was a dick. Well, of course. <laughs> what the fuck? I was a, I was a uh, for a year at EVR. I was like a, kind of a de facto foreman of the the shirt dryers, and I was a total dick. I was like, "Whoa, you, we can't listen to this music. You just put Sublime on. That's yeah, the worst." No, shut it down. I w- actually I would eat oatmeal and surf the web until four thirty in the afternoon. Uh, but you know. Yeah, I learned the art of uh, looking busy there, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh man, I definitely learned that shit there. <laughs> that is the best. That I was, was nice. Like... I was away from the whole thing, though. I was far away. But then we moved to the new spot, and there was like a window into the office. You could see what I was doing. The computer wasn't there anymore. It, was, it just wasn't the same. Uh, was not the same. You could still make toast, though. They still had a little uh, they had a little porcel burning toast thing there. That was good. 
Uh, man, I, I did uh, pretend that I biked into work a few times. That was good. I remember that. I yeah, I like, biked oh. in once and then left my bike there for six weeks, and then I think <laughs> I took it the day I left. I totally remember that. We, uh, and uh, we, we tried to do a, 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 a band there once. That was cool. Is that right? Remember we tried to do a band with you, me, and Patrick, and Jesse? That's right. Yeah. I do remember that. That was in our weird practice space that I built, like, yeah. in that fucking, like, absolute murder spot the in Ritzler. Hilton, the Hilton Center. Yeah, I remember that. That was fun. That was yeah. good. We, we only had one practice. That was yeah, it. that didn't go too well. Didn't go too well. No, it was, it was uh, a lot of talk and not a lot of rock. So. Yeah, welcome to my world. Hash, hashtag, hashtag Subway. <laughs> Hash, hashtag okay i'm gonna go through the hashtags on my facebook right now oh man that's uh, really good no um hashtag broke oh you can't afford oh you're you're late in your rent oh it's rent day hashtag broke <laughs> oh. when life gets in the way hashtag <laughs> hashtag pilates i like that one very much uh. hashtag tired oh really <laughs> hashtag tired really <laughs> I was, that was a really like I have to belly laugh at that hashtag tired oh, fuck. do you want to answer some of these Tumblr questions before I lose my fucking mind tonight Andrew are you hashtag tired I'm so god damn it alright yeah. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew you're a little hashtag bummed right now I, man I'm on edge tonight fuck oh are you are you hashtag on edge <laughs> Andrew, I am so hashtag hungry. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I'm going to have a hashtag cheeseburger, hashtag fat kid, hashtag no care. I'm throwing more shit onto my chair right now. That's where my mental state is going. Like the chair is just getting piled up on. Oh, hashtag cheer up, Andrew. <laughs> hashtag cheer up, hashtag I got your back. I appreciate that. All right. Hashtag sarcasm. Smiley face emoticon. Oh, smiley face. Oh, that's that's cute. Oh, baby angel. Pac-Man emoticon. <laughs> baby angel. Shark emoticon. LOL. All right. Are any of you two fine gentlemen into Breaking Bad? Uh, no. I, I got through the first season. But I then, did too. But then I knew, I mean... I, I, I got through the first season begrudgingly because I wanted yeah. to know what people liked about it, and I really forced my way through it. And finally, there was a point where I'm like, "This is fucking stupid." Like, sorry. Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a really long buddy movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it, it never again, it never ends. But it's like the second act of a really long buddy movie yeah. that just never ends. Where it's just like, "Oh, cool, these guys yeah. are still not getting along, huh?" Two unlikely suspects put together with a sole purpose of cooking up drugs. See what happens on Breaking Bad <laughs> tonight on TGIF. Ugh. It's pretty good. Remember TGIF, uh, Andrew? Did you? Oh watch? yeah, absolutely. I love TGIF. And uh, after America's funny, most funniest home videos, Breaking Bad. Yeah, no, no good. I'm, I, I'm not a Breaking Bad fan at all. I'm excited for it to be over so people will stop talking about it. Mm. We've got a heavy question here. <clears throat> okay. I've been stuck in school for what seems like forever, and still have a ways to go in grad school. I feel like I'm sacrificing my twenties. And my last chance to be an irresponsible youth and just <laughs> do whatever the fuck I want. Have I fucked up? Will I regret this later on? Uh, regret? Uh, mm. Have you fucked up? No. I, whenever I think that I fucked up, look around your friends, your peers, people around you. People Check you your know. Facebook. Check your Facebook. Are you doing better or worse? 
and you have to be bold because no one wants to make a stand about themselves like well and i love how the notion now is that if you're like extroverted or confident you're full of yourself Oh, he's full of himself. That's yeah. really fucking weird. Isn't that like so yeah, that's weird? bizarre. Like I I literally there's people in this town who who are like I'm too, quote unquote too much for because I'm like extroverted and I yep. like tell a joke and I I'm like I'm not a miserable pile of shit all the time. And, oh, he's just too much. Look, you're not you're not stuck in school. You obviously are nobody put a fucking gun to your head. Finish it up quick because you know what's worse than going to school in your 20s? going to school in your 30s take it from me because you're gonna have to go uh if you don't finish it's a complete waste of money and time go now so then you at the uh, toward the end of your 20s you can probably get a decent paying job and laugh at your bartender barback fucking cover band friends who are like yeah yo dude can you spot me 200 i really need money Yes, you know what? I did. I like. I didn't go to fucking college or any of that shit. I just did my twenties and like did whatever, whatever. Fucking, it's it's all good. I regret the shit out of doing that. I, really what, I you know what I would do if I went back in time? I would start a four hundred one k when I was twenty one. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like I would, start, I would fucking be dumping money into like a Roth IRA and being like, oh. My fucking house is a shithole. I should get rid of these roommates and like spend money on a nice couch, and then like the couch mm-hmm. situation is finished, and you know, yeah. and I'll, I'll be all right. I mean, spending your my twenties in a van with Andrew was was a good time. That was dope. That's true. It was dope, but we really like we. I don't even know. We. we I mean, it's funny because we had no illusions that we would make it in any way. No. <laughs> Which was that? Well, so I, in a weird way, we were just doing it just to prove a point <laughs> because nobody. Oh yeah, absolutely. Nobody in our hometown liked us at all, and there were the hate. When we did that, when we went to Europe for like the first time, we would be like, yo, going to Europe. And people would, like, when we signed a rev or signed a death wish, the hate was so thick. Uh, you could feel it. It was wonderful. <laughs> Remember that show where we packed upstairs stairs Valentine's? Like yeah. the entire place was packed, but it was fully packed with people who wanted bad things for us. Yeah. Like it was, it was actually an incredible feeling. It it was like so I, good. one of my favorite shows. It was so good. Right, right after we released Sincerely, we played a show upstairs. Like probably 250 people. Everyone in the room was a hater. Yeah, I like 175 hate. of them were actually just there to be angry. People in local bands who never play out of town, or if they do, it's to no one, and who write the same record each time. And you know share practice space like practice like building with us and like just ooze hate like oh well why oh i failed hardcore fucks you know all that shit culminated mm-hmm. in that night all the people from andrew and i's past patrick's past patrick had the most haters ever probably still does oh, yeah. um <laughs> and you're just like i'm one of them yeah yeah yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you won't come on the fucking podcast i miss i, I uh, miss him a little i think you? i've uh, i think i told him he's not to come on the podcast Oh, I, I, and maybe inadvertently, I don't know. Why? Did he ask about it? No, somebody asked that if I listened to Drug Church, would he be on the podcast? And I was like, nope, not happening. And <laughs> I didn't really specify what wasn't happening there. In reality, it's just that I would listen to Drug Church because I don't listen to things I'm not going to enjoy. But, <laughs> I know, sure. uh, But yeah, I, I, that's not happening. I had to, I had to listen to it in uh, Birmingham when I was in Birmingham. I, oh, that must have been a real scream. person I was staying with uh, put it on. She got the record and uh, I listened to it and I was... And I was like, well, yeah, well, that's it. That's that's happening. That's good. Yeah, it sounds it sounds all right. No hate. No hate. All right. <clears throat> no hate. Let's see. How do I give myself the courage to donate my clothes that I really love but some team don't seem to wear anymore? I feel like a pack rat when it comes to clothing or shoes, and I really need to clean that aspect of my life out. 
Also, any opinion on keeping things that, that exes gave you? I know Hans will be outspoken on this, but what does Andrew think? Well, do you want to be outspoken on this? I don't know why I'd be outspoken about donating your clothes. Uh, I would, my, I'd probably be out, I'm, I'm outspoken. I'm not really. I mean, an ex-girlfriend of mine who was uh, we called Preppy. It's like looked like a Barbie doll. She left a pair of yoga pants in uh, my room that I still wear. You wear them as a hat? <laughs> no, I wear them. They look good. They, they, my waist from like my cock down is like skinny now. Uh, then, you know, I made up for my disgusting fat belly, but, um, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I can wear size extra small yoga pants. She was, extra right. sm- she was extra small, uh, which we look like, the, we did look like the number 10 walking down the street, like, the <laughs> but, uh, it was, or Oh one, it was very, really bad. But, uh, it was like one of those situations where she was like very beautiful, uh, in like a, like a Vogue magazine way. And then I, she was with me. So I was like, I perpetually looked like her bodyguard slash brother slash personal fat intern, personal assistant, like never a boyfriend, never boyfriend ever. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I, the exes, ex, I've, I've taken a, uh, after the last punk girl, I've, I was, I just realized that people are just going to screw you around and it's okay. And you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah actually, I don't have a strong feeling on exes giving you things. Yeah, I, I might be mellowing. Sorry, listeners who expect me to have a meltdown every fucking month. <laughs> might be mellowing. The, uh, the the Prozac that runs through my veins has taken a firm grip. Um, keep yeah, definitely... Yeah, it doesn't, you know... There's nothing funnier than living well after the fact. So if you have shit that your ex gave you, that's awesome. Like, if she bought you, like, an Xbox or some play. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. No question. Like, but it's, like, it's feeling like you have to keep, like, no. a rock that somebody gave you. Like, I, Oh, no, that show. Like, the little memento. Here, I found memento. this for you. Oh, like, letters or mementos. Now, that shit goes right in the garbage. Show no. the garbage man has fun with that shit. Because it doesn't mean anything anymore. Are we going to keep it in an old book and, and open it up later in life? Yeah, it's, oh, it's weird. Remember, that's a weird thing. Oh, remember when that girl went on bike tour and fucking wrote me a letter on like the back of a sandwich fucking box and it was amazing and then like three years from now you're like oh fuck you know like, like how long it? do I have to hang on to this yeah for? like ever no I have mementos and shit but I don't even remember see that's the problem that like because I check out so much from like ex I mean there's only like one or two exes I really keep in contact with like just because they're okay and it ended poorly but we we, we stay in contact mm-hmm. but everything else it's just like it just ended so abruptly and i'm so draconian that i actually program myself to forget which i think is the most self-preservation oh sorry i have i, I had a uh, i just had a soda and it really fucked me up oh. um, <laughs> sorry dude uh uh it's like really the 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 biggest the best one of the best acts of self-preservation you can do is just to simply forget and it sounds really snotty and weird and like, oh, well, just being a typical dude when you're like, oh, fuck that girl. She doesn't love me anymore. But you, if you don't talk anymore, you're just, it's just that person who, who it's just people and it's just things. And who cares if you hang on to every little thing, like hang on to you shit. Don't hang on to their shit. You yeah, know? it's, that's, that's the thing. And that's uh, going back to the first part about it. Shit you don't use is still like weighs on you. Like, the more shit you have, the more shit you have to worry about, the more shit you're, like, concerned about in the Mm. back of your mind. I remember the first time I got my first iPad. Yeah, I remember that. I was... I remember we busted your balls about it. Oh, yeah, you guys, everyone's a fucking hater. You know, first person with a cell phone in my group of friends, everyone's on my case about it. First person with an iPhone, everyone's on my case. First person with an iPad, fuck all you. 
Oh, um, Jesus, dude. Fucking everyone, calm, every down. time I get some shit, there's Fuck. always some fucking, some cranky, jealous little jerk-off trying to fucking get at dude, me, trying dude, to fucking throw no, shade I, on my I, iPad. No, I, I, sorry, sorry, dude. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Um, but no, I got, I mean, the first time I got an iPad and I was just like, oh, wait. So I don't need this computer and mm-hmm. I don't need this recording interface, and I don't need... Like, I made, like, a yeah. list of things I didn't need anymore because of the iPad, and I got the idea that all I wanted to do, I wanted to have every possession in my entire life fit into, like, a small steamer trunk. Oh, it's the best. I didn't quite make it there. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to fit my guitars in there. No. But I think it's a really good goal to go towards. All that shit you have that you don't wear, just fucking get rid of it. Who cares? What difference does it make? It's just taking up space. It's just not it's Definitely. not helping anyone. Someone out there wants that shit. You clearly know and just get rid of it. Just you'll you'll feel so much better. It's like oh. taking a big shit. It's all gone and you're good. Then if your house burns down, you just shrug and you go live somewhere else. <laughs> like, exactly. oh that's alright. There's nothing in there. It's fine. I like, like I lost my mandolin, it's okay. I do like staying relatively nomadic. Uh, I just actually very topical. I just I say seventy five percent of my clothing I just donated to Goodwill, which I know I know assholes. The Goodwill is not a good company. It's closest. It's the closest to my house. And Salvation Army is closed on Sunday, so get off my dick. Yeah, I don't know why that's a thing. I don't know why I could leave it. I could give things away. Yeah, it's like okay, well, if any, and it was like I was going through this stuff, and there was definitely like dirty underwear in there and shit. (laughs) I just didn't feel like washing, so I just tossed in there. I don't, you know, whatever. Call a cop. You know, they'll probably someone will probably find like a receipt in there and put it on reddit and then they'll find me and i'll have to i don't to... understand like goodwill's owned by target why would you ever assume that that was a good company to begin with why would... you know like you don't open 600 stores in the u.s by being a good person if it isn't like ron and deb's goodwill store like <laughs> where like these fucking poor son of a bitches fucking small small business owners trying to put two pennies together if it isn't that, I just assume it's a, like an international conglomerate. I just write it off. Like if it, I assume everything yeah, is an international get, conglomerate. Yeah, like assholes who drive. Do you get your gas at like Ron, <laughs> Ron's Gas Depot? Like, oh, I got a refinery in the back. Hang on one second. No, you go to the fucking mobile on the run and you go in there and you get a fucking Coke and you get some fucking chips and whatever the fuck else. Oh, I fucking hate Monsanto. Start your engine. Fucking like, <laughs> like seriously, like shut the fuck up. Like who cares? Like who cares? Like you cannot change any of it. I don't care. Do, that, be- that Monsanto shit is very interesting too because I often wonder what the 70% of the world that can't feed themselves feels about Monsanto trying to make a better bean. You know, <laughs> yeah, just no like, I, I don't know. I, oh, I can't yeah. say if they're good or bad. doesn't seem good to me, but I have all the food I could possibly want right, right now. Exactly. I threw food away today because I just didn't feel like looking at it anymore. Yeah. Like, fuck, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> trying to make a bean that's uh, impervious to a lot of different things. And like, I don't even know that much about it. I just know that it's not all bad. And uh, are we defending Monsanto on the podcast? I think we Very are. Edgy. I think, yeah, really fucking getting edgy on I'm this one. I'm more like not necessarily defending anybody or championing anybody. I'm just saying you can't change it. It's like it's like it's like oh my god, fucking we have to we have to get a fucking occupy rally together because it's raining. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that <laughs> you can't, you can't feel that. What it means is that you should not speak to me about that. Right, Nick, thank you. <laughs> you should not. Down, these, oh, these, oh, my God, the Fukushima power plant is mm. leaking radiation. It's going to hit the shores of the West You Co- should go swim over there and plug it up. Yeah, why don't you take a flight to Japan and, and, and why don't you go go do something about it, man? No, I'm going to do a, I'm going to hit share on Facebook. <laughs> and then I'm going to kick back and say I've done something good. 
And then I'm going to fucking fuck my girlfriend and call her bad names. And then I'm going to go and get gas at mobile. And I'm going to have, I'm going to fucking slack off at work all day. And I'm going to like live low and eat some fucking terrible food. And I'm going to go home and, and, and keep that cycle going over and over and over again. <laughs> but at least you hit share on that fucking Monsanto post. Thank God. Thank God. Thank, thank Christ you did that. Honestly. Thank you. Because you're making, you are the change that I want to see in myself. So, to summarize, yeah, give your clothes away. It's all right. Yeah, give your fucking clothes away. <laughs> yeah, to, to, to sum up, to round up, uh, yeah, fucking don't worry about giving your clothes away. If you're sentimentally attached to clothing, I'll, uh, I feel sorry for you, son. All right. How realistic is it to continue pursuing someone if word around town says this person is a lesbian? Whoa. We've uh, recently become friends, and we've had such a great connection that I haven't had with somebody in ages. She hasn't brought it up to me, and I swear she's interested in me. Should I risk the friendship and just ask her or wait it out and see if she'll ever express her feelings about it to me? Or wait for her to just tell me because she's not interested in me because... Yeah, whoa, whoa, all right, okay, okay, I get the idea, I get the idea. We've, we've, all right. this, uh, we've, we've, we've done some thinking, my friend. Um, Why don't you just ask? I don't understand. Like, how ask. hard is it to ask somebody? Be it's like, like not that big of a deal, right? It's here, 2013. Here's what... You know, and... We have a, a friend, friend of the podcast who um, I think is a lesbian who is going to come on the show would be perfect to answer this question. Uh, but um, I'll, 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 yeah, just, just like anybody else. I mean, will she uh, express her feelings about you? That's a big gamble, man. I think you might be waiting forever for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you obviously have a lot in common. You, you're clicking um she could be have you ever talked about sex with her have you ever talked about sexual things that she express interest in your friends in other men like you're, you're leaving a lot of holes open here i would i would say hey you know we've been we've been grooving for a while here i don't say that fuck i would yeah, i would I'll, i no. would say that that's why my cock has been dry for fucking three months um <laughs> Uh, we're really grooving together. This is amazing. Like like Huey Lewis and Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> we're really grooving together. Remember the song Duet? Remember the movie Duets, guys? Uh. I love it when we're grooving together. That's the, that's the end song, of course. I like that word around town is that this person's a lesbian. <laughs> hey, did you hear about Molly? Like hanging out at the barber shop. <laughs> yeah, what are you... Are you hanging out at, like, Ted's Bar and Grill? Like, I heard... I heard... Uh... <laughs> I heard Molly's, uh, you know, I heard she's a sea sucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? I heard she, I heard she likes to lick tits. You know, confirmation, I don't know. I heard that's the worst possible way you could accuse somebody of being a lesbian. I, yeah. heard, I heard she likes to lick tits. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty God, out there. God bless my father. That's his trucker mouth coming uh, out. You're, I, man, you're dead. Part of what I grew up with. I heard she likes to lick tits. <laughs> uh no uh you know what just just say you know we, everything's really cool with us i think you're fucking awesome uh we're friends but uh you know i i'm really fucking think about you a lot and uh i would i would uh i would like to go on a date date with you and uh i think you like me and, and if you don't uh, no big no big <laughs> it's like not yeah, a big deal i love how with everything everybody is so like uh, a person who wrote this is probably twenty, but like everybody's yeah. so black and white. Like risk the friendship. If one of my yeah, friends that's, that's who was not a thing. if one of my friends who's a girl or a woman 
because there's a difference, I guess, uh, came up to me and he's like, oh, I'm really feeling you. And I wasn't feeling her. That wouldn't destroy the friendship. I would just feel nice and knowing that there's somebody out there who likes me. Unfortunately, either because I'm not in the right headspace to date anybody outside of fucking or because I'm just not into her at all physically. Um, then it's, it's not, it's just okay. And it, it, and if she's a lesbian or not, it shouldn't matter. If she likes you, she likes you, you know? And if she's a lesbian, uh, you could be like, Hey, or you could, you know, you could say, Hey, or like you could pick her up one day and Katie Lang would be playing on the radio. There you go. Open you door. Be like, Oh, I really like Katie Lang. Do you like, what do you feel about Katie Lang? And if she talks about the musical aspect, you could be like, uh-huh, she's, mm, she might be bi, she might be, she. but if she's like, oh, I would totally fuck Katie Lang, then you probably have your answer. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, god damn, I would too. I really would too. I really, I'm really attracted to lesbians. And then see what she says. And then there you like, go. And she'd be like, me too. Uh, and I'd be like, what do you think about uh, that? Like guys, like people who, like a guy who's a friend with a lesbian, maybe having a one night stand just to experience what it's like to be with a man. So why, uh, why, that's that's pretty long winded. Uh, I would just uh, ask, like <laughs> I would like ask, like in an awkwardly trolling. like pointed fashion. Trolling. Like, listen, look me in the fucking eye right now. Look me in the fucking eye right now. If we were the last man and woman on earth, and there was another woman there too, would you fuck? Who, who would you? Who would you fuck? <laughs> She'd be like, uh, uh, are we looking like an Omega Man scenario? Yes. Yeah, it's me and that woman from Omega Man. It's me, and it's, and it's you, and it's Natasha Bedingfield. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's the first woman who came to my head. That's I weird. I don't know why. <laughs> it's me, and it's you, and it's Tegan from Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> what happened to Sarah. They were in a fucking plane crash because the world oh, ended. And that's were, a shame. They were touring after a triumphant tour. They were flying home, and Tegan had the foresight to pack a parachute, whereas Sarah just fucking let it ride. And, oh, uh, I gotcha. So we're like, all right, well, uh, I'm stranded in a world that no longer has any beings, and the animals are starting to take over. But I have my lesbian, my alleged lesbian friend, and I'm also have in like kind of like a red dawn scenario we're like in a in like a lean to on the side of a hill with uh, even though why do we have to be in a lean to we can be at like the wind yeah just take a house <laughs> what the fuck they're all over the place fuck it never mind we're in a fucking uh, money has no no uh, currency has no value but we're still on a on a bed of money and we're all making out and i'm gonna gauge whether or not she's a lesbian by how much attention she pays to me versus how much attention she pays to tegan there, there's your answer, Natasha Bedingfield. Um, any favorite one. new bands? No, no, no. I've I haven't liked music since nineteen seventy eight. You know, like, don't I ask list, me about new music. I listened to that uh, band. The world is a ter- is a beautiful place. Okay, uh, blah 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 blah. They weren't bad actually. I liked. I like. They reminded me of like late nineties emo stuff. So that was good. If I, I, I know like, we've played with them like a bunch of times, and I honestly, you could put a gun <laughs> to my head and put me in a musical lineup, and I couldn't tell yeah, them apart. Yeah, I know that you and I would probably be out in the van when they were playing, but no question. Uh, but I mean, because you know, the world is a beautiful place. Why would I be inside? Um, <laughs> so I, I love bad jokes so much. Um, <laughs> that was a slow burn. That took that me a second. Good. The world is a beautiful place, and I don't want to be at the show. <laughs> How about that? I'm going to make a T-shirt that says that. The world is a beautiful place, and I'd rather go to this arcade across the street. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and then go to the Mo- go to the fucking Moe's Burritos next door until we the last second before we have to play. I feel like there's somebody at some label that's putting out one of our records who's real mad right now, and I have to fucking angry phone call tomorrow or some shit. I don't know, fucking. I don't call, know. Tell them to call a fucking cop. I'll, I'll have them call you. Good. You're like here. This guy's a cop. He'll fucking he'll take your statement. I'll be like, look, man, fucking put out my solo record. Uh, Andrew, do you have any advice for female fashion on a budget? I have absolutely zero. Like, I have no interest in what women wear. It's it's a very weird thing. Female fashion on a budget. You could wear, um, in the 80s, you could wear glad bags or hefty yeah, bags. There you go. Maybe you could bring that back. You could wear um, female fashion on a budget. You could go to Rainbow. What about Dress Barn? Does Dress <laughs> Barn have... Uh, Dress Barn has some cheap shit. Fucking Dress Barn. You could go to um, Charming Charlie. Does Monsanto have a uh, a thrift store division? Yes. Yep. Monsanto bought um, Fashion Bug. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Monsanto Bug. You can go there yeah, and they, they've go, got some good shit. They've got GMO modified t- tube tops. <laughs> and that shit is it's made with GMO cotton. It never shrinks, never goes out of style. Uh, hey guys, what if any British hardcore punk bands do you like? Uh, Discharge. Does Leatherface count? Yeah, does Discharge count? Those are like the only two. Oh, I like that band Never Again. They, they were fucking loud. I didn't know what that was. No, I, we, I know Discharge. We played. I know them. they come from the same town that Slash was born in. We played with Never Again in Norway. Is that right? And that, sh- that shit was loud. They were good, okay. but they were fucking loud. And it was like, everybody's eating, eating cake and pie because they made like veganables for, uh, you never notice people make vegan shit always make cake and pie. And yeah, that the shit things you, like, don't at all want. Wow, I'm at a sweaty, like, 100-degree hardcore show. There's sweat on the walls. You know what I could go for? Have an apricot pie. I could go for a, a fucking cupcake the size of my fist. Yeah, it's wrapped in plastic <laughs> that, like, you can taste, which is fucking weird. It's, like, definitely came from fucking Dress Barn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. This egg, mwah, mwah, this egg replacer, mwah, so good. <laughs> oh, and it's, like, um, oh, you know, like, cups, cupcakes, and, and, and jugs. You know, like, oh, we've got, you know, here we are at the table with the <laughs> cupcakes, and we're doing it. <laughs> we're really... <laughs> Here we are. We're we're bringing out oh dollar two dollar per per cupcake at the show. So everybody's got got frosting on their hands. <laughs> and then they're gonna go buy. Then they're, they're gonna, gonna go touch everything. They're gonna go touch the merch and get oh oh I got this you know this film of fucking ugh, I don't I'm sorry vegan <laughs> vegan bakers out there. I'm just thinking that is just maybe the last thing in the world I'd want to eat. No, I think vegan bakers are really gross. And it's always such a thing. Every time we go to a town, we've got to go to their vegan bakery. And I understand <laughs> that I'm with vegans and that they want to have vegan things. And I'm not like, it's fine, it's whatever. I would just prefer to have nothing than to have like a vegan carrot cake or something mm. because it's not good. The vegan, it's not. It's not it's good not and it's good. not like I... It's just not worth the effort. I don't understand. The thing about vegans is you have all these vegan things to eat that are wonderful, like apples and oranges and carrots, all these things that are just great and they're everywhere. I don't 
know why you need to make like a subpar pound cake and then charge me eight dollars for it like well, i would rather it's... just have the not good coffee and be like okay we're leaving now we're leaving now. okay oh, great yeah the not good coffee it's so good it's so true it's like wow i just bit into this cupcake and it reminded me how awesome real cupcakes taste yeah it's just it's, <laughs> and... <laughs> it just sorry. doesn't make a lot of sense to me watch this video and in 10 minutes you will be a vegan because it, I doubt sho- that. it shows a bull getting shot through the head with a bolt. All well, I'll be I... in ten minutes is a person who understands that the world is the world and like thing, cruel things happen. The world is <laughs> That's n- what I'll be in ten minutes. Maybe the world is not always a beautiful place. It's possible that the world is not a beautiful place. In fact, I would bank on the fact that the world is not really that beautiful of a place. The world is not a beautiful place, but goddamn, this vegan cupcake sucks. Yeah, fuck, I threw this, half this vegan cupcake out and the bum oh, wouldn't you know, take it out of the trash. Why wouldn't, that would actually, you know, if people still had fun at shows, which um, challenge. Yeah, right. Uh, people still had fun at shows, they would throw cupcakes at each other, which would be, That's true. You know, which is a lot more fun than playing Foursquare at a show, or actually, no, just, just like staring at your phone awkwardly because nobody talks to each other. Yep, also true. It's always really good. And you stand, you stand, I like how now it shows it's stand in, especially at a show where there isn't a bar or any other distraction. It's either girl who went by herself who can't stand to be alone at a show in her car texting, right? (laughs) Then group of men who are loud and have to outdo each other because this is like jackass live and Love we have those to guys. fucking pull your pants down and oh my god and then you have awkward introverted nerds who went just cuz and are looking all looking for that one girl they saw on Instagram who had no inkling of going to the show so now I've been to a show in a long time and you're not really Putting me in the position where I want to go to one ever again. Then, so, good job. Uh, oh, and then they, so they're just staring awkwardly at their phones. And then there is the uh, bands who are all huddled around their individual merch tables or doing other things. And nobody's really talking. Uh, not really. And then the band starts and everybody comes up. But there's a, a huge half moon fucking semicircle in front of the band because people are afraid to get close until yep. the band says, don't be afraid to move up. Everybody move the fuck up. And yeah, then you got to get that green light to fucking light, go in front of the band. Yep, Green light to actually witness the band that you paid 10 to $12 to see uh, in a close way. But you don't want to be the first one up front. You kind of want to wait. You got yeah. You got to wait for someone else to be more extroverted and go into the front. So in so, so you can talk that shit behind them. So in essence, uh, any advice for female fashion on a budget? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Dress barn. <laughs> Dress barn. Uh, Opera uh, by Monsanto. We got a uh, a question that just says "Go Seahawks" in all caps. Yes. Thank you, Richard TRK. Thank Looking so good, much. and we have no Tim Tebow to worry about this year, which oh. is exciting as shit. That's exciting as shit because three years ago, I called that dude's career to the point where I feel like somewhere somebody owes me like a significant amount of money. Oh, so I good. called the, the only thing I got wrong was the teams. Mm-hmm. Like I assumed he would end up in a Florida team, but I called it three years in. Everyone realizes this realizes this guy cannot play football, and he's working at McDonald's. Here we are. Yeah. Thank you. Fucking good night. Yeah, but the problem... The, well, actually, Justin Kiss and I went to the mall on a mandate today, and we talked about Tebow and how he's essentially the white Vince Young. Because <laughs> because Vince Young uh, wasn't that wasn't that bright, wasn't that good of a quarterback. Uh, lost, his, but the problem was he lost his mind, and um and in the NFL, he people just assume that a black quarterback is stupid, which is a sad fact. Um. 
Tim Tebow is got a really shitty Wonderlook score, is rumored to be really stupid. Got everything in the world handed to him. Can't run an offense. Couldn't run an offense through a drain. No. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, uh, got a million more chances than Vince Young. And Vince Young just got cut by the Packers after having a decent game against against the toughest defense in the NFL, the Seahawks. Uh, on our, our second and third string, which, you know, whatever. But still, had a really good game and still got cut because he's not very smart and just mm-hmm. refuses to learn the playbook. That's the rub against Tebow where he just, they had in, they're like, well, he won a playoff game for the Broncos. The Broncos had to literally draft 12 plays for him, special plays that he could run because he didn't know how to memorize a playbook because he never had to in his life. No. In, in in Florida, he didn't have to memorize anything. He got everything handed to him, and he's not very smart. He should. What I the- find like, and I I don't put this all on him. Like, obviously, he's a very bad player. He apparently didn't realize that everyone in the NFL is a foot taller than they are in college, and he can't <laughs> yeah. see his receiver, and you know, like all all this shit. It's whatever. You know, the way you become a professional is by overcoming these things. He's not yeah. going to do that. But I also play place just as much blame on the nation of morons that we live in that spent six weeks two years ago being like, oh, well, this guy's clearly a weapon of Christ. <laughs> like, fucking like... Yes. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, yeah. Clearly a weapon of Christ. Uh, yeah, I, the whole thing tests. was just fucking stunning to a ridiculous degree. But, uh, yeah, someone, whoever owes me money out there, you can bring it to my house. I'll be around all night. <laughs> Scoring touchdowns in the name of Jesus. Amazing. Well, he should. Go to, he should really go to the CFL. He could resurrect his career. He time. is no question. He, like the only time I'll root for Tim Tebow if he joins that fucking arena football league that Kiss owns in Los Angeles, then I'll be all right with Tim Tebow. Other than that, I could give a shit. The, like, L- the LA Kiss. I so hope I good. go to Dress Barn next week and I'm like, oh my god, is that Tim Tebow folding dress? Folding dresses badly. Like he's not even doing that right. What is wrong Look, with this like, guy? Tim. Tim. Uh, hey, this is this is Al. Um, your manager. Uh, uh. <laughs> Actually, no. It would be like Tiffany, and she would, like she'd be wearing like something pink, and she'd be like, Hi, "Timmy, you know, Timmy, uh, could you come here for just a minute? Um, look, I, I'm really, really glad to have you. You've been helping out so much. Um, the thing is, you're not following the planograms, <laughs> and um, you're not. You know, they're on the they're on the wall in the break room. In yeah. case you, if you lose it, there's another one up We've there. We've just been noticing that your development here has not been as good as we had hoped um considering you're uh or uh, a professional athlete um, <laughs> and well i'm sorry but we've got uh, a lot of other applications that just seem to be a better fit uh, unfortunately we're, we're not going to need you around anymore at dress barn um so tim Tebow got cut from dress barn <sighs> and then he said dude can't catch a break yeah but then it's going to be like superman 2 where you're going to go into the fucking you know the fucking I don't know, Liquid Love, and you're going to see him fucking sitting there drinking. It's going to be like Superman 2, you know, when Superman got all fucking drunk. Oh, no, that was Superman 3. Superman 3? Superman 3, my favorite Superman, no question. The best. Richard got, Pryor, Superman, yeah. like drunk Superman, fucking like yelling at a little kid. I love that shit That's so exactly much. That's exactly what Tim Tebow is going to be. Tim Tebow is going to be <sighs> Superman 3. We're certainly going to see him out in L.A. or fucking Florida. He's going to be drunk. He's going to have a beard. He's going to be like, oh, fucking, what the fuck did you do for me? Fucking suck this dick. Who's going to take care of my dick? You'd think a weapon of Christ could get a fucking W-2 every now and then, but apparently not. you think a weapon of Christ would have, like, a 
uh, completely innocuous, no, like boring, uh, white blonde girlfriend. <laughs> but that's not the case. Tim Tebow uh, uh, is rumored to have never had a girlfriend. Shocker. Real shocker. shocker. Yeah. Could you handle that fucking religious trip? Like, it'd be like dating a person who is really vegan, really straight edge, and really PC. It'd yeah. be like, okay, can we just, like, I just want you to, like, really fuck me, and then I want to go get, like, a burger and fries. Can we just do that once? Because that's, like, really good. That's, like, that really good shit. Will Whoa. you just log off the Tumblr for five minutes? Yeah. Just, okay, Hang yeah, the, the, that, that link will share its, okay, okay that, a fucking Animal Defense League, a fucking Animal Liberation Front fucking thing will share itself, I promise. Like, I want you to, like, talk dirty to me and, like, give me that good shit. And then I want to go get a burger and, like, fries and, like, do, like, the shit that other people do. And, like, maybe you can, like, you know, pull my hair. Oh, I would never pull your hair. That's no, I so just, demeaning no. to women. I'm like, oh, I really, like, kind of, like, got my hair pulled. I mean, like, let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, I like, you know, I like when you slap. I would never slap. No, no. I would never slap a girl. Come on. Well, I like when you, fuck, when you fuck me. I want you to slap me once in a while. That'd be fun because you'd goad that dude into it and he would, like, really lightly slap her, and then spend like right afterwards like sit on the edge oh, of the bed like head in his hands obsessed for like an hour oh, I'm really longest, up, I'm, I'm really upset that you made me do that oh, I, f- I really feel like you forced me to do that longest, and you put me in an uncomfortable position oh my god the longest fucking tumblr post ever Dude, I, I have to be a dress barn do. at 6 in the morning are we gonna fucking fight about this are we gonna go bad what's up I have to be a vegan dress barn at 6 in the morning <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just don't know what to do. It's just against all of my sensibilities to 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 strike a woman or to ask her. So she asked me to pull her hair, and I just my mind changed about her completely. I <laughs> like, yo, like, all right, okay. I mean, we were doing it like you know, like like really uh, slow missionary for like. Like, you know, a like month, a long like while, a long while here, dude. Like, you know, like, can't you just let go? Maybe, you know, like, I don't want to eat at the vegan spot. I want to eat, you know, I want to go to fucking five guys in Times Square. And I want to like, you know, I just want to do like dumb shit, that, you know, like just for a minute, just for a second. Can we do that? Can we please fucking Jesus? No, no, we can't. No, oh. I like that. Like activist vegan kids have become, uh, what's his name from mall rats. Oh, essentially like that they've come full circle and have actually just become fucking jason lee from mall rats oh my god just get just just oh just t- loosen the screw like a centimeter can you please can you just like you're like, loosen the sphincter a little holy shit uh, all right we we have a lot of questions that we you know, over over two weeks we've amassed quite a few yeah we're starting to run long on this one so i'm proposing that we Pick one more question, we call it, and mm. then we reconvene here, maybe later this week, maybe early next week, and maybe do an all-questions episode. If we don't uh-huh. line up a guest, or you don't get here, we're not in the same room, we like knock it. out an all-questions episode. Uh, how are you feeling on that? I love it. I love Dope. it. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> you go ahead. You pick our uh, our closing question. <laughs> Someone asked about the Sean Duty and punching story, and that that story. I saw is... that we're gonna have Sean Duty tell that story. Yeah, yeah. I he haven't talked to Sean Duty in like two weeks. I need to track him down yeah, and there's, uh, get him locked in and fucking. Not... Sit. We we need to sit down and have him tell the story on the air. All right, so well, I will have Sean Duty answer that question when okay. he's in the same room with us. I, I don't know if he will, but uh, uh, you know, cool. All right, fine. <laughs> um, Hans hasn't said I should have joined the army in a while. That's kind of a bummer. 
Ah, okay, I'm gonna do it. Ready? Three, two, one. Ah, you know, like, I think about all these fucking things, and then I'm like, fuck, I should have joined the army. I could have fucking... Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you. That was like take one. That was one take, man. I'm pretty good at, I'm pretty good at doing an impression of myself. Uh, okay, I'm gonna... What was the most embarrassing situation you have found yourself in? Music embarrassments are excluded. Fuck. You know, I saw this one. I actually purposely skipped it because I think I'm a sociopath because I can't think of an embarrassing situation I was in. And that's like, clearly I've been in them every day. Like, I'm like not that bright and I'm like awkward and I fall down a lot. It's like, uh, it's probably not good that I can't think of a time that I've been embarrassed lately. Well, I can think of probably the most embarrassing situation I found myself in is uh, having Patrick buy me a plane ticket. So I oh, yeah, you, you fucking, yeah, you uh, displayed that fully. The embarrassment is so palpable that I still feel weird talking to him because this was such a shitty thing to do. <laughs> I still have, I'm still just like, eh, I'll, I'll, if I see Patrick, I'll say hi, but I'm not, I haven't talked to him in a long time. <laughs> uh, it still feels weird, but that was embarrassing. Then taking the plane to Seattle, having the, my girlfriend there, Meet me at the airport with tears in her eyes saying, I don't want you to stay here. In retrospect, this is kind of a weird question to ask us. I I feel like this is somebody who's new to the podcast who hasn't gone back and listened to the 33 most embarrassing moments of your life laid out one after the other. Homie, just do us a favor and listen to like episode one through like 20. And you'll, you'll get a pretty good idea of the embarrassing moments both of us have been in. Uh, Andrew, uh, me way more than Andrew. Uh, I'm going to put this on the back burner. Okay. And I'm going to spend this week thinking about all the embarrassing shit I've ever done. And it's probably going to be a very dark week. I'm probably going to be in like a a real like cool mental place next time we record this. Worse than I am today. (laughs) And uh, yeah, well, I'll I'll answer this next week. All right. Sounds great. And uh, yeah. And with that, I suppose, even though we're on a quite a roll now. Uh, I suppose we are finished for this time. All right. Well, this has been episode 34. 34. Listen to listen to Pitbull uh, whenever you get a chance. Uh, go on. Uh, I don't remember the Oh, uh, photographs of Craigslist.tumblr.com. Uh, check it out. Always updated. Updating probably once a day. Uh, it's fun. It's fine. It's free. Plenty of free parking. Um, guaranteed to put a smile on your face. No question. And maybe a tickle in your uh, downstairs area. <laughs> uh, my uh, my upcoming menswear blog was pushed back. We both uh, overestimated the amount of time we had to uh, devote to the project, so Pussies. that'll be happening later on. Um, self-defense show on the 29th of uh, September. I'm so there. At St. Vitus. Hans will be there. I'm going to totally uh, be Greenpoint. there. In Greenpoint. St. Vitus is really cool if you've never been there. It's uh, it's an okay bar, and it's actually a really good sounding room. I think it's one of the best like small bar sounding rooms that I've been to in a while. Yep. But it's in this weird... I don't know. If you've never been to Greenpoint, Greenpoint is the northernmost section of Brooklyn right before it crosses the, the creek into Queens. And it's this weird area that is way darker than it should be and there's never any police anywhere and you when you walk around there at night you just feel really fucking you feel like you're gonna disappear and (laughs) not too long ago somebody actually did just disappear somebody 
was walking down the street and texting her mom and texted, I'm afraid, and then was never heard from again. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of, like, people being raped, a lot of, like, really wild shit going. It's not a bad neighborhood, but it's, like, clearly a neighborhood going through a fucking intense growing pain. So, with that being said, come out on a Sunday night. Definitely come out on a dark, moonless Sunday night. Yes. Uh, and watch my fucking awful band fight on stage. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna Guys, be dope. I'm gonna be there totally to rescue. I'm bringing my yep. guitar, bro. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's considering you play none of the songs from my era. Should be, Correct. It should be very good. Correct. Um, yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, it's a weird neighborhood that I don't like to walk through, so I'm going to ask someone for a ride. And <laughs> that's all I have to, <laughs> to announce Hell, for this that's, one. That's awesome. Uh, uh, I, I am so pumped to be there, to, to hear. It's like seeing a band I've never, I've never heard because I don't know any of the songs. It's the old songs. It's the new songs. I hope we can get a spotlight on you as we play. I think it'd be nice. Why? I'd like you to be behind the amps. Like, remember in like, the late 90s when everyone would get behind oh, the band the on late, stage to take yeah. video? Because like, the video from behind the guitar amp is so engrossing. Oh, oh, yeah. oh you, hear, you hear cymbals and you see people. It's people's backs. so good. Yeah, it's really good. You get to see the guy's sweaty back and then like the fucking the pudgy kid with like yeah. the marker on his hand that's running up in the front. He doesn't know the words, but he's like mouthing it. It's just, it's really no, good. That was like, if you were somebody in that scene you were able you stood behind the oh yeah that's right if you were somebody you got that point behind the end you got that that space you were on i knew i knew when i arrived in albany hardcore (laughs) fuck i'm gonna kill myself when i arrived in albany hardcore this is the most embarrassing because at a one king down show i was able to stand behind the amps and i was like god damn this is this is like the best experience. This is how to live. This is how to live, you guys. You know, you don't get your feet stepped on, and you can you can cavort with like, oh, there's the singer brothers keeper sitting right next to me. This is I've I've hit the apex of my life. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, see you guys there. I'll be signing autographs at the show. <laughs> Fuck no. Should we just do a live overnight drive oh from like God. the out from out front? We'll just sit in your car and cut an overnight drive. Hey, you better believe it. That's what I was gonna. That's just nope. exactly what I was gonna say next. We should, if we're in the same area, we should definitely do a podcast. Nope. Consider it done. All right. Cool. All right. We'll be back next week with thirty-five. Um, I got nothing. Let's yeah. let's cue the music. All right. Peace. All right. See you next week. Can't you understand? I only want to be your friend. Shelly, can I say it again? I really want to be your friend.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.